What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So some big news came out yesterday about Albert Pujols. So the Angels have DFA'd Albert Pujols. They've designated him for assignment. Basically, they cut him. They cut him. I mean, it's just a formality because designated for assignment means that he's going to go on waivers. Um, if nobody claims him, then, then they're going to have to release him. And he's not going to get claimed because... He's got $30 million salary or, you know, bulk of that remaining for the season. No one's going to claim that. But a release is most likely at this point. And this was the final year of his 10-year, $240 million contract that he signed with the Angels back in 2011. You're talking about a first battle Hall of Fame. You're talking about one of the greatest players to ever play this game. And it was a very shocking announcement when I saw this. I was like, wait, is this a joke or something? Because you don't expect to see a goat like this getting cut no matter what point they are in career in their career you expect someone like this to ride off into the sunset and get their ovations and get their you know get their praise and everything but the angels had to make a tough decision because they have players that are much better than Albert Pujols at this point and those players are the ones getting playing time and they didn't see any reason to keep him around on the bench because that's just dead weight at that point because at first base they have Jared Walsh, who has emerged as their first baseman, he's he's been great this year, and he's been one of the best players in baseball this year. Honestly, if you look at his numbers, it's pretty crazy. And then Shohei Otani has been tearing the cover off the ball at DH. So you have first base locked down by Walsh. You have DH locked down by Otani, who's been better than expected at the dish, honestly. And then that doesn't leave many at-bats for pool, so they just decided, well, might as well cut ties with him at this point, because there's nowhere else on the diamond he can play. I mean, if he were to play somewhere still, if you were to somehow get on another team, it would have to be an American League team because, you know, it would be a team with, with a DH. Or if for some reason he decides to stick around next year, if the universal DH comes back, that would open his market up to 15 more teams. But Albert Pujols, I mean... I can't really say enough. I mean, we all know who this guy is. We all know what he's done. I'm not really going to spend too much time talking about what he's done in his career, but we know that he's a first ballot Hall of, Hall of Famer, 667 career home runs, more than Willie Mays. So it's it's not clear what's next for him. I mean, there's already been a lot of speculation as to, oh, maybe he can go back to St. Louis, have a farewell tour. You know, Pujols, Molina, Wainwright, that would definitely give Cardinals fans some chills. But they have Paul Goldschmidt at first base. They have no universal DH, so he's not going to be a clean fit for that roster. You would talk about the White Sox, because Tony La Russa, his old manager, is managing there. But they have Yermin Mercedes at DH, who's been their best hitter so far this year. And obviously, Jose Abreu, the reigning MVP, has first base locked down. But, I mean, maybe someone, I think someone will take a chance on Pujols if he wants to keep playing. That's if he wants to keep playing. Um, but it, this is... I don't know. It's tough. I can't really predict anything because this is definitely not how you expected to see Pujols' career end. But, I mean, it's not not everyone gets a Derek Jeter uh, ride off into the sunset kind of thing. Very, very, very few players get to decide when they're done playing. For 99% of players, they're told when they are done playing. You know, you have your David Ortiz's, your Derek Jeter's, your Joe Mauer's. It's, it's just those guys who are like, who are like entrenched in a franchise, who've played in like one franchise for like their whole career or most of their career, 
those are the guys who get to ride off into the sunset. But, you know, you would think Pujols would fit that bill. It's just the Angels, the Angels are actually playing a lot better than people anticipated. And they're getting better production out of, you know, those two guys I mentioned, Otani and, uh, and Walsh than anyone really anticipated. So it, it would be kind of foolish for them to, to throw, throw wins away, honestly, just to give Pujols a farewell tour. I mean, I say they're playing better. They have 13 and 17, but they really have looked, I mean, pitching has always been their Achilles heel, but they have looked better at certain points than they have in the past. And they, they do seem like, you know, they might be able to, to hang in there for a little bit, for a little bit. They are in last place, but they will overtake the Rangers, I'm sure, and um, and and go from there. I mean, four and a half games out first. Obviously, it's early in the season, so that's that's the news coming out of Anaheim. You have one of the greatest players of all time getting released. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Speaking of Shohei Otani, he hit his tenth home run of the year. So that ties him for the major league lead. He was back in the lineup last night and made his presence felt. The Angels did lose to the Rays 8-3, but yeah, he just, I mean, he likes to use the middle of the field. We've seen that a lot. Takes a first pitch fastball from Josh Fleming, 428 feet to right center for a two-run shot. So he's tied with Ronald Acuna Jr. and J.D. Martinez for the major league lead. I mean, he did this just a day after he was pumping 99-mile-an-hour heat off the mound. He's been a phenom this year, you know, two-way phenom. We already know this. He's already surpassed his home run total from last year where he hit nine in 44 games. And now he has 24 RBIs, which is tied for fourth most in the American League. So big, big performance from Shohei Otani. He continues to be awesome. He continues to be great and show us something. Oh, oh wow, I did not realize I used that. <laughs> I mean, that was no pun intended, but... I'll take it. I'll take it. John Carlos Stanton continues to mash. He had another home run yesterday. And another one that was like, I think it was like 117 miles an hour off the bat. Something crazy. This dude is completely locked in. Continues his hit streak. And uh, yeah, he's he's helping the Yankees. The Yankees continue to win. And they have turned things around. Remember, I was saying this last week. They were in the middle of a losing streak. Everyone was was pressing the panic button. It's too early to 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 do any to anything like that to panic. They are in fourth place, but they're one game behind the Reds. I'm sorry, two and a half games behind the Red Sox. One game behind the wild card. But I can't even believe I'm talking about standings right now. I'll probably stop talking about those for a while now. But I just wanted to. The reason I bring it up is because I'm trying to tell people you can't press panic on on anything so early in the season because they can. Any team could just rip off a win streak. Actually, the Yankees lost yesterday. I'm sorry. They lost yesterday, but they are 7-3 in their last 10. They are 7-3 in their last 10. So, I, w- I really just want to talk about the pool hole situation. So, that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.